0: All right, I want to invite the help of those five kids again that came and helped me. Oh, no, (laughs) they know I'm about to do something. But, so, um, let's do this. You all came up all at once, but we're going to do this one at a time, Okay. okay? So, who had Harley? All right, you guys can sit down for the time being. And then we're going to uh, call you up quickly. Now, parents, this was VBS. A lot of the things that you may have heard may sound so simplistic. And so let me use a very grown-up terminology to describe this type of theology. Now I've used some big words here. It sounds like it's milk and not meat. Right? Right? When you hear kids' programs, oh, I'm not going to listen to it because it's for the kids. But let me tell you what. If you can't get into it with the kids, you're not going to get into it as an adult. So what was Harley's main lesson? You just said it. So tell me, what was the week? What did you learn on that specific day? What's some that? God. see, yeah, some of you are catching on. Some of you are catching on. Okay. So God is with you. God loves you no matter what. All right. So what we're going to do to illustrate that, okay, we are going to pour this red liquid. Actually, we're going to put the yellow one first. And if it works we'll see what happens now so you just do this right here and just squeeze it in there like that go ahead take it and squeeze it go ahead I'm gonna help you here just a little bit okay let go there you go squeeze some more can you all see that it's yellow Yes. all right sweet cool thank you so much sweetie you so this is number one high five okay Thank you. You can have a seat. One of the things that we talked about, that God loves me no matter what. And as we... Oh, I'm glad to see you. I got some people who are awake. Good. God loves me no matter what. And so when this happens, when we start saying these things, it is almost impossible to feel down. And I kept thinking, whoa, well, is there a Bible verse that shares with me this very concept that God loves me no matter what? Awesome oh, God! And my mind came to a, a book in the New Testament, Romans chapter 8, verse 25. And there it says, who shall separate me From the love of God. My favorite childhood hero growing up was not Larry Bird. (laughs) Though he is high up there. It was a gentleman by the name of Ayrton Senna. And if you follow Formula One racing, he was considered the greatest, if not one of the greatest drivers of all time. He suffered a tragic accident in, the, in 1993, if I'm not mistaken. I remember I was watching that race at home, and he crashed at 300 miles an hour. There was a freak accident where the axle broke, and it was a million to one chance for him to suffer the type of injuries he did because the axle broke off the car and it perforated his helmet. No, he, There's no way anybody could ever predict that would happen. It's a million to one odds. But just before that weekend, he was asked, Do you, are you scared... Of driving do you feel scared of driving that fast? Now mind you, cars today, 30 years later are much safer, much more robust, can take much more of an impact than those cars back then. And his reply was Romans 8:25. Nothing? He paraphrased, he paraphrased it in this way. he says, "Nothing can separate me from the love of God." God loves me no matter what. Awesome God. And because He loves me no matter what, awesome God. Nothing will separate you from His love. Amen. Amen. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two. Who's up? Miley. Miley. Well, well, Miley. Miley's the animal. So Chloe, you're not Miley. You're Chloe but you're going to talk about Miley, right? So what, we just heard you say this, so what was, what did you learn that day with Miley? God is with you everywhere. Awesome God! God is with you everywhere. Awesome God! All right. So you're going to do the same thing your sister did, okay? You're going to take this red thing here, and you're going to, Squeeze it. Go ahead. On top of that. Okay. All right. What happened? Can you see what happened? One, the red is at the bottom, right? Did they mix? No. Hmm. Interesting. The red one went to the bottom, the first one, right? Actually, the yellow climbed up and the red went to the bottom. They didn't mix. Hmm, interesting. So, God is with you everywhere. Oh God! And uh, what did you learn from that? Oh, is there something here on stage that helped you remember that? Miss Mary was trying. Miss Mary, well, what did she have with her? Oh, let's see. (gasps) Thank you. All right. Wherever you go, this balloon's going to go with you now. So if you were to walk across the room, would that go with you? Hmm. If you were to do something that your parents told you not to do, would that balloon be with you? And if that balloon represents God, does that mean that God sees everything? (gasps) No. God is with you everywhere. Awesome God. Now, should you be afraid of God being with you everywhere? No. Awesome. <laughs> almost, almost. I, li- I like how you're thinking. No. Why shouldn't you be afraid? Because I know God loves me no matter what I do. Awesome God. She said. So, for those of you didn't hear. She said, I shouldn't be afraid because God loves me no matter what. There you go. So God is awesome because he loves me and he's with me everywhere, right? Eh, Okay, come on. (laughs) All right, you can keep that. And again, I went back to the Bible. Is there a text that can illustrate that very same concept and I was led to Psalm 139 verse 7 where it says where can I go from your spirit where can I flee from your presence no matter where we are what we do God is with us no matter what happens to us God is with us Man, let let me say it in a way that you guys can understand. God is with you everywhere. Awesome God! (laughs) There you go. And so, because when we come to this realization, when we come to this concept that God is with us all the time, okay, you're playing synonyms. I like it. I like it. Some of us become insecure. Some of us become afraid, some of us become ashamed. But could it be that you feel those things because you haven't quite yet grasped the depth and the width and the height of God's love? Could it be that maybe you feel guilty for things that you know you should be doing or things that you should have done that you, or things that you did and should not have done because you're afraid of God. I mean, this applies to all of us, even as adults. It doesn't matter who we are, God loves us. It doesn't matter where you are, God is with us everywhere. And so that leads us to our next day. Who had Howl? All right. So, you are going to have. I need to remember the order here. My wife told me to write it down, and I said, No, I got it. So, we are going to do. No, 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 no. no. we no. It's gonna be green, that's right. Oh, you remember that Actually, yes, it is green. So Okay. Here you go. I want you to squeeze in there. Okay, go ahead. Just a minute. Yes, honey. Go ahead. The oil. Pour it. All right. For the record, this is the first time I'm right and she's wrong. <laughs> so, what do you see here? The green is on the top. The green is on the top. Did it mix? No. Hmm. Of course it didn't, <laughs> somebody says. But what did you learn this week? God is always in charge. Awesome, God! God is always in charge. But what does that mean for you? Um, that um, nothing can, we don't have to be afraid of anything because he can always protect us. We don't have to be afraid of anything because he's, he can always protect us. That's great. Um, thank you. Awesome job. There's a Bible text. The very first words of the Bible says this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Amen. You can't be more authoritative in charge than that. Amen. You can't. The Bible in the Hebrew says, Ex nihilo, which means he created something out of nothing. I can't do that. God is in charge. And there's another verse I want to share with you. It's found in the book of Psalm, verse 50, verse 12. And the second part of that verse says, the world is mine. Notice that David, when he wrote this, he's already living in a world that is full of sin. He's living in a world that has has been hammered with illnesses, death. Everything that sin brings to the table, it has marred and scarred this earth. But yet God still says the earth, the world is mine. No matter what happens to us, God is in charge. Awesome God! All right. We're coming close here. Next one. Who did Rolo? Me. (laughs) You want to help too? Yeah? Alright, I'll tell you what. Come on over here. You can help me too. Come on up. Nice. Okay. So we're going to do, you guys are going to pour this together and bring this. Come to the front of the table, please. Now this is a clear liquid, right? All the other ones are clear so i need who's going to here you come over here please come over here please can you both work together all right i will you hold this jar for him okay there you go put that right up there that's good good did it change color no no so how many colors do we have here now? Red, yellow, five. We have five colors. Yeah, five colors. Are you sure? Four. Red. Count with me. Red. Red yellow. Two, green. Three, and clear. We'll call that white. Four. Four. Good job. Good job. So what did you guys learn? With Rolo. God is, God is stronger than anything. Awesome, awesome God. God. And do you know God is really, really strong? Yes. Yeah? How do you know that? Because he's stronger than anything. Than anything. anything. That's- awesome That's Good job. Way to go. Thank you, gentlemen. You guys can go back to your seats. When we talk about strength in, the world, in today's world, unfortunately, sometimes we have to talk about battles. When tragedies strike, there's this notion and concept that we have to be strong. I was talking to one of my airmen. For those of you that do not know, when I say my airmen is I'm a, I also serve as a military chaplain in the US Air Force. And, and, and as I'm talking to one of my airmen, I told him that God is a warrior. And he had never listened and heard that concept before. And he says, well, chaplain, how do you know that? I said, well, let me tell you this. Let me share this verse with you. In the book of Psalm, chapter 24, verse 8. It says, this, The Lord is strong and mighty. The, law, the Lord is mighty in battle. That's why David had the confidence that the, the battle does not belong to me, but it belongs to God. Amen. That's how he was able to defeat Goliath. Amen. And it takes a warrior to know a warrior's heart. God is mighty. No matter where you are, no matter what difficulties, no matter what struggles, no matter what challenges you are facing, God has seen it all. And he has dealt with it all. And it doesn't matter where you find yourself today in, in, in this world that we are living in, God is stronger than anything. Awesome, God. And if you cannot say he's awesome, it's most likely because you haven't experienced his love entirely. God is awesome. And the more you keep telling yourself, the more a smile will come to your face, the more confidence you will have, the more pep you'll have in your step because you are now saying words that you want to believe and you're going to believe. You see, to get over this hurdle or this spiritual funk that we as adults put ourselves in we forget to tell ourselves these very truths we forget to tell ourselves that god is everywhere awesome god i was waiting for you but i know you guys are waiting for me to finish my thought but we forget to tell ourselves that god is a mighty Warrior, We forgot, forget to tell ourselves that God loves me no matter what. Awesome, God! We forget to tell ourselves that God is stronger than anything that we are going awesome, through. God! And so we get ourselves into a spiritual funk. Mm. Where when we're asked to come to children's church I oh, know that's just for the kids. Mm. I tell you. Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven belongs to them. And he's talking about their faith. And you want to see faith being exercised? Come to these events. Look at your children. They will preach to you with their love, with their sincerity. And when they say, kids say the darndest things, it's not just meant as like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you said that. It's, you're right. The last one. This is, for me, this one's the coolest. I just have a thing for jets. <laughs> <laughs> so, you ready? So what do you think is going to happen here? Uh, maybe we'll stay on the top. Maybe will stay on the top. You want to try it? All right, here you go. Go ahead and squeeze. It's a little tough. Not too hard. All right, let's see what happens. Looks like it's kind of mixing. No, you sure? It's staying on the top. What? No way. So you have almost like a rainbow kind of thing going on here, right? Mm -hmm. The only thing we can't add is purple because then that's going to ruin it all. Why? How? Oh, that's a great question. You see, in order for us to understand how this works is we have to understand that each of these liquids have a different weight. And each of these liquids have, has... A different component; they're not all the same liquids. One of them is alcohol. One of them is alcohol. Very good. Oil. Oil. Water. Water. Uh, I don't know. And you have clear syrup and glycerin. Hmm. So those are all the, the the components. So when when you look at what at what jet taught you? God is surprising. God. There you go. And what does that mean to you? Um, that God surprises us when we're in bad situations. He brings us to um, good situations. So what she said was when God surprises us in good situations when with good situations when we are in bad situations. Can I share with you a bad situation that kind of happened other than what I shared earlier? This week, where's that slide? Can you all see that? It's a rainbow. There was a rainbow right over our church. One of these days that you guys were inside, um, Mr. Krivda was outside packing things. He looked up and there was the rainbow right so we have here a kind of almost a rainbow yeah. was there something in the in in this week's story that you could think of that had many different colors or what Okay, so she, you, Miss Mary, you did an experiment with the different dyes. Uh, I'm I'm thinking more about a biblical character that was given something that had many colors in. There you go, Joseph. So Joseph, do you you know what what that coat meant? And it's okay, if you don't know, it's okay. I'm going to help you. Most people don't. It's okay. The reason why Joseph was given that coat is because his father loved him very much. He, jo- yes, you do know that one. Joseph was Jacob's favorite. But the reason why he gave him that coat, there was a promise that was given with that gift. The coat symbolizes that he was going to be the heir of all, or I should say the first one in line to receive the inheritance from his father. What that meant was Joseph was not the oldest. He was was the second youngest. That's right. And so by Jacob giving the second youngest that coat it it also told the oldest one that he was not going to get that inheritance pretty heavy isn't it yeah. when you when you start to think about the implications of receiving something of that magnitude at that in this story good job The story of, jo- of Joseph illustrates to us that there are things that happen in our lives that we have absolutely no control over. He, he had no control over the gift that his father gave him. Couldn't do anything about it. But the fact was, the gift resulted in him being ostracized even more. Then he was sold into slavery by his own brothers. And later he was falsely accused and thrown in jail. In all this time, when if you read the, 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 the story of Joseph, not once do we see him asking for God to take him out. Of that circumstance but we do see him questioning God's plan but he wasn't questioning God's plan because he didn't have faith in God he was questioning God's plan because he didn't see God's purpose when you started to see me or the kids pour liquids in here you had no idea, maybe you did that this was going to happen. You couldn't see the purpose. You couldn't see and most of us cannot see the purpose that God has with whatever circumstance we find ourselves in. But God is surprising. Awesome, oh, some of you are still awake. God is surprising. Because when you least expect it, he's going to provide a rainbow. To remind you of the promises, of his promises that are unfailing. Genesis 3, excuse me, 9 verse 13 says, I set my rainbow in the cloud and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It's not between you and God. It's between the entire earth because God created this world and loves this world, loves you and I unconditionally that he's willing to send his son to rescue us from sin. You can't get more surprising than that because I guarantee you that Adam and Eve didn't count on that. Satan didn't count on that. And when Jesus is in agony in the Garden of Gethsemane saying, Lord, if the any, anything, just get this cup away from me. But not my will, but yours. This morning I want to encourage you to, to live God's purpose for your life. To live his will for your life. You may not see the final result. You may not see the purpose that is set right there before your eyes. But trust the process. God knows what he's doing. He knows what the outcome is going to look like. And he will put a rainbow over your life. I don't know where you find yourself this morning. I don't know where your spiritual walk is with God at this very moment, at this very instant. But this is an opportunity for you to say, Lord, I want to believe and I want to shout that you are an awesome God. I want to be that person that is not afraid to raise his hand and look up to the sky and say, Lord, thank you, you are awesome. Amen. Believe me, it takes courage, but it has to come from inside. It can't be from the mouth out. For you to really express your love for God, it needs to come from in here. And that's what VBS is all about. That's why we do this. I pray that as we continue to look to see how God works in us, my prayer for you is that you trust the process that you're able to see, you begin to see the different colors he's painting. He's making you to be this beautiful work of art that you were created to be. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you. Thank you for loving us unconditionally. Thank you for being with us unconditionally thank you for leading us unconditionally and thank you for keeping your promises to us the ones that you have made since the beginning of time that you would never leave us nor forsake us that you would be with us even until the end of this world lord i know that there are some of us in here who are struggling or have not picked up their Bible to read, to see what word you have for them or, or have strayed away from you. But I, I know that there are individuals in here who would like to put their spiritual life back on track. And so I, I lift them up. I lift up your children who have come and participated in this awesome event. But Lord, let us leave this place proclaiming how awesome you are because we see you for who you are. A God of love. A God who cares for us. Who wants our best. Who wants to see us prosper. And who wants to live with us for the rest of our lives. Lord, thank you for being with us this morning. Lead us, guide us, and remind us of your love each and every single day we ask in Jesus' name, amen.